being a mom and being an entrepreneur, what does that look like? What does that mean? And what choices do you have to make along the way when you are a mom? And why is that even relevant? Welcome to the Serendipitous Rebel Podcast. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is for the adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs. Just like us. And just like you, we are trying to figure shit out. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Serendipitous Rebel Podcast. One of these days, we will start a podcast without cracking each other up, but today is not one of those days. Hi, I am Crystal, and I am joined here by the fabulous Wendy. Maybe if when one of us didn't hit the record button, we didn't make really goofy, ridiculous faces, that might be helpful I can make no promises. I can make no promises. Otherwise, what the hell are we even doing here? Well, that's really, actually, that's really deep and really intense. Wow. I'm not sure what to say. And that's a podcast for another day. So we're going to bring it back, though, before we go on another tangent and talk about this week's episode, which is about being a mom and being an entrepreneur. What does that look like? What does that mean? And what choices do you have to make along the way when you are a mom? And why is that even relevant? I think starting off, it's important to say right up front that this is a completely non-judgment zone. Whatever choices a mom makes or families make for themselves is really everyone's individual business. It's you do you. (laughs) Exactly. In In the truest sense, though, we can definitely share our experiences and how things went for us and with our respective families and got us to where we are today. Again, <laughs> we, we don't judge <laughs> and, no. we, and we don't want people judging us. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't, it's not going to stop you. Some of it, you are judging us anyway, but <laughs> at the yeah. end of the day, Wendy's right. When you are a working parent and and you have a family, these are all very personal decisions. But I think what we are aiming out of this conversation is to, again, model a few of the decisions that we've made, how Mm -hmm. we got here, how we made these decisions. Mm -hmm. Because I think oftentimes we try to fit ourselves as a round peg into a square hole. We try to force things because the gurus out there, especially in the online business space, are promising one thing and the realities are something very, very different. And I think when you are a mom, there are other factors here at play. So I guess to start out, I have two children, ages four and nine, as of this recording, and Wendy. I have two children, uh, 16-year-old twins. Yeah, mother of God. Every time you say twins, I like, I I flinch a little. Well, but see, everyone says one and done. (laughs) Yeah. 
Sure. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting. I mean, our paths to this point, somewhat different. I, uh, let's see, 16. Yeah. And, and for a well, for a number of those years, I was for all intents and purposes, a single mom. I lived outside of Washington, DC and commuted into the city every day for a lot of years for actually the first, for 10 years, the first 10 years of their lives. It I'm like was, bowing down yeah. to the intensity of and this. It was, it was commuting. It was an hour to an hour and a half each way. And a choice I made was in order to have this full-time job. And at the time I also had a side hustle. I had au pairs who lived with us and help raise the children. Mm-hmm. In 2016, things changed. So yeah, oh my gosh, it's like six years already. Almost, mm-hmm. yeah, almost seven years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and things very much changed and I jumped into the online space and, and made decisions after that, but these are hard decisions. And especially for moms where there's so much, so much guilt and so much shame and so much finger pointing about it's everything from, do you, did you use pampers or did you use cloth to how did you feed your children to, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Well, twins just, I felt like a cow for a short period of time. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, instead of what's best for you, what's best for your family, what's best for your kids. There's just always a lot of opinions. So, and you have a different story in that you were not even here. No, I was in Germany. Yeah, And I was a military spouse for a number of years and I had two small children. And when we came back to the States, I needed a work from home position because I had a older child with special needs. And when you talk about the mom guilt of going back to work and what does that mean and what's my bandwidth, a work from home position was really ideal because I needed the freedom and flexibility to be able to take my daughter to appointments, to be able to do all of her therapies and be around. And then finding childcare was an extra Mm. set of hurdles for her because of all of her medical needs. And this is where things get tricky. And one of the reasons why I really wanted to have this conversation, because I think that online businesses can be very predatory sometimes to stay at home moms Mm -hmm. or to moms in general, because they do promise this very bright and shiny thing of you can work from home and you can have all the freedom and flexibility in the world and you can make a million dollars all from the comfort of your home. The reality of it is, is that when you are a parent or you are an entrepreneur and a parent more specifically, you have all of these things that are pulling your focus at any given time and all of these competing priorities. One of the things that when I became, when I got into the online space, I totally came in under this notion of this is going to be so great and so easy and had all of the gurus promising me the moon and got into it. And the reality of it is running your own business is really, really hard. (laughs) And takes a lot of time and a lot of bandwidth. I have a coach who gave this talk earlier this year, and she said, it takes two things to start a business, money and time. 
Some of you have a lot of money, very little time, so you can hire out. Some of you have a lot of time, very little money, so you need to do, do a lot of DIY. Some of you have very little time and very little money, and that's why you can't get things off the ground. That was such a mind-blowing moment for me because if I had heard that starting out, I think the reality of it is when I hear people, and especially moms of small kids, say, I want to be an entrepreneur, I think having that slap in the face a little bit in that reality of it is, is that a lot of us are trying to start with very little money and very little time, which was a hundred percent me and really struggling for a long time, trying to figure out how I'm going to make this work because I didn't, it, it was not the top priority for our finances or for our time. That was really hard. But I think that these are things that yeah, I don't think my husband really factors in or thinks about when he thinks about it, what he's going to do for work or other things, because he had a me in the background. Exactly. Exactly. He had a me in the background. And I see this often in, I mean, a lot of the female entrepreneur groups on the internet, you know, women helping women, all sorts. And a lot of times it's, it's moms in desperation saying, what can I do? And Mm -hmm. a lot of times the responses that I see are, well, you can sell Lululemon or whatever. Another MLM. I don't think it's Lululemon. Is it that that's the, I don't even know. No, uh, Lulu the Row. Oh, I'm sorry. The Colty one is different. It's a lot of the MLMs that jump in and say, oh, well, you've got this. As moms, sometimes we want the camaraderie and the the connection and the networking and don't want to feel isolated and all of those things. So I think that a lot of times we can fall prey to these all alternative type scenarios when it comes to employ, you know, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, that again, you still need money and you still need time. And in a lot of cases, you have to add to that you need your own connections ahead exactly. of time, which adds in, in a whole other a whole other component to it. The one thing I always I think of is that it's all about making being a mom and and being a work worker and everything is all about making choices. Yep. Actually, everything in life is all about making <laughs> that's, choices. That's and, being human. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I like to think, you know, we help our clients help them make choices in whether it's pivoting into the industry or into an industry or staying where you are or whatever it is. And there's different kinds of resources that are available to help with the choices, but making choices very can be very, very hard. I know for a long time, I did not leave the working world. And I did not pursue my side hustle as a standalone business because of, I was the breadwinner benefits, you know, health, health insurance. These are really critically important pieces to, to look at. And one of the things that, and this is probably my least favorite thing, but it's being able to know it's a budget. Mm-hmm. knowing even before, just because somebody says to you, oh, you know, you can do this. This is what you need. We talk a lot about you have to have a runway. And a lot of moms don't have very long run- runways. Mm-hmm. 
on both, you know, when it comes to resources on both the money and the time front. I don't think we're trying to poo-poo or downplay. I think that actually one of the beauties of today is the choice to be an entrepreneur is, is, is readily available. Mm-hmm. I think more so than ever. These days, it's, you could have a presence on social media very quickly. Very, which, and I think it's a, it's, it's almost like a game changer because the, the playing field is leveled because of, you don't need to, you know, you don't need to hire someone Mm -hmm. to build you an incredibly expensive website or all those sorts of things. I mean, there's a lot of easier, look at all the people on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't cost much, doesn't cost money to be on TikTok. No. So that leads me into kind of what our choice was. And Mm -hmm. I think that, and it's something that's not talked about very widely, but when you have to make those choices of again, and have to really take good hard looks of what's my runway, what's my bandwidth. One of the choices Wendy and I made a few years ago, which really led us to serendipitous rebel here today was this choice that I don't want to make a million dollars. I want to be a lifestyle entrepreneur. Now, what the heck does that mean? Mm -hmm. I want to work. I feel very strongly about, I want to work. I have skills and I have things that I want to leverage and things that I want to do. And I have a lot of wisdom to impart on things. I have a little bit of a gift. I'm going to just go out and say that when it comes to looking at somebody's marketing or looking at things and reading in between the lines. And I enjoyed doing it, really enjoyed doing it so much more than I ever enjoyed being a stay-at-home mom. God God bless all stay-at-home moms (laughs) because I was a stay-at-home mom for five years and it was hard. I love the camaraderie of working with Wendy and I love making a little bit of money and adding that to my pocketbook to go play with or dye my hair pink or do whatever it is that I want to do and feed a little bit of my ego and feel really good about it. At the same time, getting to do all of the things that I kept saying I wanted to do. And one of the things that we talk about in our coaching program are beagles. And I'm going to let Wendy explain that more because it's actually her coaching program that I got it from. (laughs) So when you're looking really in terms of figuring out what your purpose is, what gets you up out of bed in the morning, what lights your fire. It's really sitting down and thinking about what do I want to be? Who do I want to be? I want to be a great mother. I want to be a great wife. I want to be a family contributor, whatever those things are. And generally it's, and, and you can look at it as like, what hats do I wear? I want, and it can also be, I want to be healthy. I want to be happy, you know, whatever it is. And there's a whole exercise that we work our clients through to get to that point. But it's, it, it's really coming up with these B goals mm-hmm. and it's B E. Yeah. <laughs> Because originally uh, when she said it to me, yeah, I thought like a goal, eagle, like your sub goals. Yeah. Yeah. But, and these lead you to figure out what your do goals are, which means, okay, well, how do I get from, I want to be to actually hard, fast, heck, 
okay, <laughs> if I want to be a good mom, what the heck does that mean? Or what does that look like? Or as we were talking about, what does, what, what does that, what, what was that thing that, that we were talking about with Brene Brown? The, the what value? does, not what does it look like? What does it, uh, what does done look like? What does done look like? So your do goals help you identify what does done look like? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. That's the one. So, yeah. you know, and your B goals could cover a wide range of things. I think for, I guess, as you said, for both of us, everything pretty much revolves around family. Yeah. And so for us, when we took a look at our B goals, it, it was really just asking the question, all right, what are you doing today that is in service of that? And at the time we were doing something completely not in service of that. And it led to a huge pivot, but what led us to here was to say, okay, what is it that we are wanting to get out of this? And this is where it gets really, I guess, uncomfortable and nitty gritty is that you are one whole person with 24 hours in a day. Okay. Mm -hmm. If your beagle is, I want to run a multi-million dollar corporation. Mm -hmm. That is so great. That is so great. You are going to miss things at home. You yeah. are going to miss things at home. Yeah. I, I, I list, I, if, if you haven't heard the Shonda Rhimes graduation speech, you know, she said for every time that she was at an award show accepting something, she was missing her kids recital. Every time she was sewing her kids Halloween costume, she was missing Christina Yang's last scene of character that she wrote that she really loved. She was missing Sandra O's mm -hmm. delivery of the final scene for Christina Yang. Life is a series of choices. When Wendy and I really sat down and it is why serendipitous rebel works, I think as well as it does, to be honest, is that when we ask ourselves, what is our beagle? It is, we want to be good mothers and we want to, we want to have these nice families. And in order to do that, that has to be the number one priority, which means something has to give over on the business side. Now we're lucky because we have a partnership. So sometimes the things that I have to give up means Wendy can step in and do. And other things mean we need to hire help to do those things and fill in those gaps. So when people ask, can I be a mom and be an entrepreneur? I always say, yes, but what is it that you want to get out of it? Is it that you want to make a million dollars? Well, that is great. And again, this is a judgment-free zone. You do you, you go and go as hard as you want. And I have, we have so many, we work with so many women and we have coaches and we have mentors and we have friends and colleagues in the industry, that is their goal and they are killing it. And we are here to cheer them on. But Wendy and I look at that situation and we think, yeah, that's a bus. We don't want to drive. We want to drive our little vehicle. We <laughs> want, we want to be able to zip around and, you know, little vehicles, but we both drive Subarus. So, you know, zip around, but like in solid style. And <laughs> We want that freedom and flexibility to do things like when my daughter does have medical things, I can take a huge step back with very little consequence to a conglomerate, you know, a multi-million dollar corporation. And I have a partner that can step in for me when Wendy wants to go do fun things with her kids or when we want to go take vacations, mm -hmm. you know, those are our priorities. Those are the things we want. Can that be possible? Absolutely. With the right 
coaching systems and solid foundations in place in your business. Absolutely. And so when we talk about at Serendipitous Rebel, what is our mission? What is it we want to do? Part of it is to help women do exactly what it is we do and achieve that, that balance. Because I think a lot of people try to push you and sell you into tactics or things that really to make seven figures or to do things. And really that works in clash with your B goals. And it's why a lot of, I think, female entrepreneurs struggle along the way. And I think things change as the age of your kids change and as you get closer to empty nesting. I see so many women struggling really is really that it's, it's, I thought this was going to be easier. I thought, (laughs) I thought that I was going to make an instant, you know, instant million dollars or whatever it is. And I can tell you that it really depends. And this is part of the, this is probably getting too much into the weeds, but it really is a matter of looking at your skill set. If you have a Google Analytics certification, or as Crystal has this certification on for marketing through Funnel Gorgeous, you can translate that into consulting. That it, it's a really good transition. Mm-hmm. And if so, if you have either the the skill set, the education, or the certifications, it is possible to translate work. I think. Even I could say fairly easy in this in this in this market where there's so many jobs, there's so many job openings available. It does become harder to find, and that's really what it is. It's like, what skills do you have, or how can you acquire them? And I think that's also something that a lot of women don't realize that you can get certifications mm-hmm. in, in the tech, you know, especially technical areas fairly easily. It does, again, it takes yeah. a little bit of money. It takes time, but fairly easily that translate. It's just a matter of really looking at what choices and what's out there. And, and sometimes the things that people tell you are the cheap, well, it's just, there's, it, it costs nothing to get into this. I often sort of have this head jerk that says, Ooh, is that really, is that really true? And I, nothing is for free. <laughs> if, if something is for free, then you are the product. Yeah. If something you know, is for free, you're the product. Exactly. Like someone had had said to me, because when I entered the online space, I entered through travel. Mm-hmm. I had explored a number of the different travel options that were available to me. I didn't take the cheapest and I didn't take the most expensive, but someone had said to me, you know, if you had to do it over, would you have just gone directly into coaching? And I, and I said, well, you know, that's an interesting question. And I think that, you know, and again, this is just me personally, I probably hindsight 2020, I probably would have said, I probably would say yes, but at the time it was more expensive Mm -hmm. to get into the coaching and because you needed, you know, there's, there's more coursework, there's more time you know, I, I would have incorporated the travel in a different way. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. Oh yeah. And I didn't even know that was an option. 
Yeah. Yeah. See, when I, when I got into it, yeah. I didn't know. In fact, I did a, a, so as Wendy said, I'm certified, I'm a certified master marketer with FG society through funnel gorgeous. And I made a post in there actually maybe six months ago that said in the private group of certified people that said, uh, there is this bright, big world of marketing and business out there and money, people with money to pay you for your business Mm -hmm. that I didn't realize was there. And so what I did was I was targeted through ads and things like that. As far as I wanted to be an online entrepreneur, I was a stay at home mom and people do, they really go for that jugular moment. Cause when you're in that moment, there is that feeling of, I want to go back to work. I want to contribute. I want to do things. I want to leverage my skills. And we tend to, when we're in those situations, do like what Wendy said, make decisions based on price point, Mm -hmm. not on the things that matter. And so one of the things that we teach at Serendipitous Rebel, we start with purpose focuses and focus on offers first, but first with purpose and values and strengths and skill sets and things like that. Because I think for people who are want to be an online entrepreneur or who want to do things, I think that if you're struggling and you want to go back and work and you want to work from home, there is a big, bright world out there. A lot of people are like me. They didn't, they just don't know what they don't know. It's one of the things that we love about our purposeful pivoting program is that's exactly what we do. We work with people to identify your strengths and your skill sets and help you decide where it is that you could go. And, and the great thing about that is, is we help entrepreneurs decide where they want to go without an agenda in mind. Cause it makes no difference to me if you become a coach or you run a group program or you sell a course or anything at the end of the day, mm-hmm. because I'm not affiliated with any of them. We can give you resources. We can give mm-hmm. our clients options. We can give them uh, skill sets. But at the end of the day, like Wendy said, if people are trying to lure you into their business model and to say it costs you nothing, well, it's going to cost you something either in terms of like for us, we both came into the travel world. So a lot of people will say, oh, come work under our host agency, sell travel, but at a 60, 40 split, you know, you keep 60%, we're going to keep 40% of your sales. And, you know, that leaves you with a whole other slew of issues down the road. It is just a matter of, okay, if you are a mom and you do want to work from home, I, we completely get it. We do too. Mm -hmm. How do you do that in such a way that you're not falling into the trap of this is not what I got into this for? What ends up happening is you're, it's, it's, you're on the hamster wheel yeah. And you've already made some investment. Oh, the sun cost no. fallacy. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I've made an investment, but really how much, you know, there's, and there's a lot of ways to pick that one apart, but you know, at what point, and again, this is something we, we really, we, we use in our own business and we use with our clients is what is your runway at mm-hmm. what point do you just say enough is enough? And I always look at this and everyone's like, well, doesn't that make me a failure? Ooh, I absolutely, one, I hate that word. I absolutely positively hate that world word. And also as someone who has learning as one of, uh, one of my values and strengths is that everything is a learning experience mm-hmm. and you can always take something from 
every experience you have. Nothing really is ever a failure. Everything is a choice mm-hmm. and everything is meant to be learned from. I really wish that more women felt, I mean, take my word for it. I get it. A single mom, having others help me raise my kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are things that I still work on unpacking, but I see how they are today and they're okay. Yeah, I didn't. They're, they're no more than me. No permanent damage to their great kids. kids. There's, there's so much here. Yeah, it's an, and it's a, like we said, it's a very personal decision. I know, and and if you can start with, what is it that you want to get out of this, mm-hmm. and then you can backwards plan from it. You know, for us, you know, I don't really want to ever work past four o'clock. I, I, I have it blocked in my calendar. That's family time. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to start before a certain time because I take my kids to school. I need to be able to pick them up. I need to have flexibility to volunteer on certain days if, when I want to. And so I build that into my calendar and then I build my business around that. What's so cool about that is it, it's time. It, it, it actually works two ways. One, it allows us to create a business that creates offers that funds a business that still fulfills both of us financially and personally without breaking into those barriers and those boundaries that we've created for our families. And then when things and opportunities do come up that would interfere with those boundaries, it actually makes it easier to say no. Because when I do get requests to do funnel work or funnel building, and I have gotten a few inquiries in the last couple of weeks, I can look at my bandwidth and I can look at my time and I can actually say, Ooh, you know what? Actually, I do not have time or room on my calendar to do that. I'm going to have to pass on this project. And I can do that solidly knowing that I've put all of my priorities first. Whereas I think a lot of people will take business or take things as they come in and then they stretch themselves so thin that they're unhappy at work. And they're unhappy at home because I know my biggest stressors are when I'm trying to do both simultaneously. My biggest stressors are when I'm trying to vox Wendy and get the kids ready for school. Good luck. I know. (laughs) So I just don't do it anymore. Put the phone down, can be focused here and present here and move to the other side. What's really cool about that is because we've looked at life from the big picture. Okay. What is it that I want to get? What are my priorities? What do I want to do? I know I'm making the right decisions for the right reasons. And sometimes I'm not very good at making those decisions. And I had Wendy in my ear going, hey, why are you doing that? What's going on? I thought we said we weren't doing stuff like that anymore. <laughs> Let it go. Hopefully this has been just food for thought to re- realize that we have choices. Very rarely are choices so ex- extreme that they're not there's always gray in most of our lives. The bottom line is being an entrepreneur, a lifestyle entrepreneur has been such a wonderful fit for me, for my family. It took, it took some time to, to get here. Nothing happens overnight. It is something that I very much advocate for, for women who can make who, who have the ability to make, to make it work and are clear about what their outcome, what outcome they're looking for. And how does that fit in with the choices, you know, 
especially with time and, and money and those, how does it fit in with the resources that they have available and the resources that they're looking for? Yeah. And can I ask you one quick question? Cause I, and I don't know if we're comfortable discussing this because when we first had this conversation with our previous business, there was this epiphany on like, how much money do we really want to make? For me, it was $30,000 a year. Like if I just made $30,000 a year, I'd be tickled pink to mm-hmm. work part-time, make that and not have anything else. It would fulfill all of my B goals. It would supplement my family income beautifully. Do you remember that conversation? I remember that initially I wanted to make $10,000 a month. Right. Translates to a hundred thousand, 120,000 a year. Mm-hmm. That was like, Oh my God, I just, that is what I want to make. Ultimately, I realized I wasn't willing to make the choices, especially of time right. to make that happen. And that can actually be very, it's disappointing mm-hmm. when you set goals that are so, and I wish, I guess, looking back that I had had coaches who injected a level of realism into the mm-hmm. equation that's like, you know, slap, 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 you know, snap at, <laughs> wait, what was it? Share in, in Moonstruck slap, slap, snap out of it. That kind of a moment. I oh, think man. it would have been super helpful. I pulled that number out of my ass. For me, I pulled that number because someone told me that's what I should have. That's what I should strive for. And if I wasn't striving for that kind of a number, I wasn't right. ambitious enough. Okay. So the flip question is that you were working like almost a full-time job, you could have been working part-time outside the house if, if that would have worked for that kind of money. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah, there's so many different layers here that it's just, oh my God, we could probably talk about this for hours and hours going to. No, there was a complete misalignment. There was a goal Right. $10,000 a month. I was working 40 plus hours a week, making like no money at the time and trying to get there and trying to get there and trying to get there and trying to get there. And it's kind of like that, you know, what's the definition of insanity, you know, doing the same thing over and over over again, take different results. And it wasn't until I made the epiphany of actually, I don't want to make that much money and then said, okay, you didn't want to work those kind of ridiculous, because I don't want to work those kinds of hours. That was exactly it. I, there was taking away time from my family and time from my kids and time from my personal sanity. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I, I do only want to work a couple days a week and I want to make, I'd like to make a little more than $30,000 a year, but you know, we wanted to make X number of dollars and what is it going to take to get that? And ultimately again, does the round peg fit in the square hole? Right. The business model we were in was not going to fulfill even the lower Right. dollar amount goal, much less the higher one. It absolutely was keeping me away from my family and from what I wanted to do. We kind of had to burn it all to the ground and pivot and say, okay, what will fill, fulfill these goals and not be in competition with our personal priorities. Exactly. And that's how Serendipitous Rebel was born. Yep. That so is, there. yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that just, you just tied that up into a really pretty little bow. Yes. (laughs) 
So, you know, we'd love to hear what, what you all think about this as well. It is a super personal subject. I don't think there really are no right and, or wrong answers. It's just what works best for you, your situation, your needs, your sanity, <laughs> and all of that good stuff. So yep. yeah, we'd love to hear your feedback on this. Mm-hmm. And until next time. Until next time. Yeah, Bye. I'm going to go think about this some more too. Well, it's a lot to think about. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. But only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself. You can learn more about our upcoming masterminding opportunities on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media. Hey, see you next week. Bye. Bye.